Coming up on this week's show, before we start, full disclosure, I have been day drinking, I've had nine pints, so, um, but um, you are safe in the knowledge that under recent scientific testing, I am at least 40% more entertaining when I'm pissed, so there is that. <laughs> what went wrong was when I got a coloured chart up and held it up against his face and people walked in the room. And I had to go, look, 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 you have to understand, right, we're going through shades of orange here. Basically what you just did there was, um, you did an audio version of a trip advisor of you of a nudist beach. <laughs> and I love, and I, 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 I want the main headline to be, it's 90% cock. <laughs> You're listening to the Mildly Controversial Podcast. My name's Mike and this is Baz. Say hello, Baz. Hello, Baz. Welcome to your weekly dose of grumpy middle-aged men getting worked up about things that really shouldn't matter as much as they do. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share. If you enjoy this, share it with your friends. If you don't like it, share it with people you hate. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the Mildly Controversial Podcast. I am absolutely buzzing uh, about this week's uh, guest. Um, And we'll get straight on and introduce then... um, I'm not entirely sure of the pronunciation of this because I'm a northerner, but I'm going to give it a go. <laughs> this week, we have Lord Kionta. That's the one, Kionta. <laughs> there you go. I've had uh, a good work. I've had a good go at that, haven't I? <laughs> For safety, like, just on most platforms, we just go by K. It's easier. Yeah, Lord K. K. Yes. Just go by K, yeah. Uh, yeah, if you're not familiar with Lord Kionta. Um, for legal reasons, on many platforms, uh, it's had to be abbreviated to Lord K. Yep. There we go. So, yeah, buzzing. Um, lovely to have you here. So, yeah, it's great to be here. If you've, uh, if you've not been with us before, uh, the idea of this is that uh, myself and Baz... Um, oh, yes. Say hello, Baz. Hello, Baz. Right, that's quite <laughs> enough for you. So, myself and Baz um, usually chunter on about mildly controversial opinions we have and um, every other week we have a guest on, and this week it is Lord K. So uh, lovely to have you with us. Um, before we start, full disclosure: I have been day drinking. I've had nine pints. So, um, but um, you are safe in the knowledge that under recent scientific testing, I am at least forty percent more entertaining when I'm pissed. So there is that. Play golf today. Um, went into golfing. The, the, normally the the golf clubs only open till five, and my mate works nights, so. Um, it's usually a safe bet to have a couple of drinks after the golf because he's got to go to bed before going to work at midnight. But yeah, he had a bit of a thirst for it. And the um, and the, the lady who runs the golf club um, usually closes at five because it's not economic for her in these days to keep the lights on and the heating on after that because nobody's in the golf club. But apparently me and my mate Dave were drinking enough to make it financially viable. Okay, we have, uh, yeah, we've we've got a few things planned for tonight, but um, the main focus of tonight is uh, is Lord K, who I'm delighted to see, as uh, for safety reasons, has got a uh, fire extinguisher in the background. Oh shit, yeah. Um, that that that's good. That's good. So, hey, if you knew how wet wide this place up, you would have one too. Like, <laughs> it is dodgy as fuck. <laughs> so if you uh, if you are listening on Spotify, um, uh, get over to uh, YouTube and have a look because, as far as I could tell, um, that Lord K is currently in some kind of soundproofed sex dungeon with a fire extinguisher. So we're safe as well as seedy. <laughs> That's spot on. 
I think I've nailed that, haven't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, right, so the, the, the idea of uh, the, this podcast is that we get a guest on uh, and we chat to them about mildly controversial opinions. So when we get a guest, usually it's just me and Baz and chuntering away to ourselves and uh, we have free reign and no judgment or anything like that. But it's different when we get a guest on. There is 100% judgment. So um, we get a guest on to talk about their mildly controversial opinions and then Baz and I judge whether they are approved or rejected. So there's a little bit of jeopardy involved. Okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, um, so... What I'd like you to do, Lord K, is give us your first mildly controversial opinion. Everyone should feel unsafe and alert when walking the streets at night. It is not oppression. It's a necessary survival instinct. Ooh. Ooh. Continue. <laughs> well, that's it. That's exactly it. I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to say that women, it's only women that feel unsafe. Men feel unsafe too. But we only talk about women feeling unsafe because they're scared of the men. I'm scared of men also. Uh, uh, it might be wrong for me to say I don't consider women to be uh, the threat, but I don't because I've been around streets where there, there's groups of people and I think, oh, crap, I'm going to walk on that side. That uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if there's anything to discuss. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the judge of that, Nickhead. All right. <laughs> No, well, well, look, look, look go, go on, Buzz, you go ahead. Well, I was going to say, um, I, I kind of agree and disagree, because uh, obviously as you get older, I think things change. When I was younger, I had no fear, as you don't, because like your mortality is not a thing that you worry about. But yeah, I have to agree, it's um, not, not necessarily where, where I live, but certainly in some parts of the country, I've been out and felt a little bit unsafe walking the streets at night, just... Well, Partly because of that. Bad Baz, are you talking about the North, you racist bastard? <laughs> no. I feel safer than the North. Maybe I'm talking about that big city down south. I don't know. But <laughs> so, yeah, so use the words, Baz. Okay, London. Uh, <laughs> but so, yeah, so the point is, uh, when I was younger, I would have gone anywhere and any time of day or night in any kind of inebriated state or whatever. But yeah, I think as I've got older, I've kind of just thought, oh, maybe I'm not as uh, not as... I'm not as good at looking after myself now, so yeah, maybe maybe I've just got a little bit more sort of like worried about my own sort of safety. So yeah, I kind of agree with you, really. <laughs> oh bless! See, that's why we've got Baz here. Like, a lot of people listen to and watch this podcast and wonder what the fuck's Baz doing. <laughs> what, what, what's his role in this whole thing? Um, I, I sit in this corner up here. The, 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 the elderly gentleman um, is the uh, is the uh, is the absolute <laughs> truth on that. So we've got his point of view on that one. Um, I agree. It's the, 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 the there's a lot of things that like you know uh, there's an assumption that because you have a penis you should not feel threatened under mm -hmm. those certain situations. And um, I don't know about you lads, but uh, I don't think my penis would be much of a weapon in <laughs> the um, in in a, def in a defense situation. So the fact I'm male, um, I'm not sure. Um, you know, qualifies as a, as a, a significant defence situation. But um, the, the other thing is that I have lived in a town just north of Manchester called Berry, and I don't know if you've heard of it, um, mm. but um, I've been in and around the city centre of Manchester and at times have felt threatened by, by youths. Youths, they um, Yes, predominantly youths, I'm blaming them. 
Um, but now, since look, since I've moved to rural Ireland, I've um, I'll give you an example of how different things are here. Is that um, shortly after I moved here, um, the local radio news um, got the local police. Or they get the local police, or the local guard, on um, each week to talk about the uh, the crime in the area and th- certain things that need investigating. It's basically a shit version of Crime Watch. Um, and the first time I heard this after moving to uh, to Donegal, um, the biggest thing they were investigating was um, the fact that there was an attempted break-in at somebody's house. So, you know, it wasn't a murder. It wasn't anything like that. It was the fact that Somebody had gone to their back door, not a euphemism, by the way. Um, somebody had gone to their back door and found a screwdriver sticking out of the lock of their back door. So technically no crime had been committed other, other than a slight bit of damage. And that was the you know, that was newsworthy enough to make it onto the news. So Wow. Um, so, so, yeah, that, that's what things are like around here. But, no, I, I think I agree. And there's a couple of things in, uh, in, in what you said there in that, Firstly, um, I don't think men should be afraid to be afraid. No, no, I completely um, agree. You know, it, it's it's one of those things where um, there's plenty of times that, like I say, you know, I'm I'm not ashamed to say that I've walked past shops and been a little bit worried about a number of fifteen year olds that have looked menacing outside uh, outside a shop. Um, and I think if you know if we're okay to admit that we struggle with mental health, I think it's okay for men to also uh, be okay with the fact that um, sometimes we're a little bit worried about young hoons outside a shop, to use an Australian term. I don't think um, gender should be attached to safety. I, look, admittedly, I, I understand that. Uh, that that women can feel vulnerable, and uh, there is a role for men to play mm-hmm. in uh, making women feel safe. But yeah, um, look, look, bull. I'm um, I'm very clear on my support of this. So, Baz, what do you reckon? Uh, what are the support of uh, everyone feeling safe, or just women feeling safe? No. What, what, what do we think of? Uh, is this an approve or, um, oh, or no. rejection of oh, the is... uh, of the motion? <laughs> oh no, this is 100 percent approved. 100% approved. Nice. I would have said it myself as well. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely stuff. So, yeah, if you are in a situation where you feel unsafe um, as a as a as a penis owner, um, I thought you said my breasts. No, no, no. I, sorry, I did <laughs> the hand signal, didn't cock. I? I did. <laughs> I, did the, um, I think. I, I think that the politically correct term now is a uh, penis owner. So yeah. if you are a um, a penis owner, or a, well, well, but I mean, there must be a better phrase than that because I think it's got to be attached for what I'm saying. Do you oh, know okay. what I mean? It, it, like, in, if you've got one in formaldehyde, I don't think that counts. <laughs> so um, yeah, so I think as as a man, um, it's okay not to feel safe, but that is not in any way um, to add a dollop of mildly on top of this. I don't think that in any way has to detract from um, the safety of women in the modern environment. Oh, very well said. So PC then. Oh, yeah, very well I said. reversed very well right said. the way from controversy there, didn't I? That's the, <laughs> that, that is the point of this. So, All right. Well, your first one is officially endorsed and uh, approved by the Mildly Controversial podcast. So congratulations on that. 
Um, let's hear what you've got next. All right. Construction workers. Is a, is a respectable job and shouldn't be used as an example of where you don't want to end up. Oh. Okay, elaborate. Well, I remember in school, you know, you'd be told you need to do well, otherwise you're going to be on a brick site laying bricks for the rest of your life. Yeah, they earn a lot more than my wife does who went to uni for four years to, come, to, uh, to become a social worker. You know, that is a respectable, well-paying job and we've just got to stop using it as an example of where people don't want to end up. I know many people in that profession who are very well off. As much as I agree with you, I think the only time it changes is when you get to, once again, a certain age. Okay, yeah. I, yeah, because you see those guys on sites who, are, who, who weren't the, 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 the good brickies and they were, let's call them the labourers because that's what they are. Those guys have been on sites for like 40 years and they're now struggling to, to do a job which the only, it's the only thing they can actually do. Uh, and you see them, and they're uh, they look battered. To be honest, they look like they've had a fucking <laughs> they've had a hard fucking life doing that shit. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, you can only hope that they've earned their money at some point, and they're just sort of continuing. But there are quite a few, and also I know quite a few lads who who, who work on the tools who uh, literally haven't saved a fucking penny in their entire lives and have pissed it all up the wall. So those guys probably would would benefit from having something to go on to. But, yeah, I do obviously agree, though, that I know quite a lot of brickies and people, that, even labourers, that earn a fuckload of money and they don't look back and go, oh, this, is, this, isn't, this is a misspent youth and this is where I've ended up. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword, really. So um, I, I, I've got to admit I'm surprised that Baz has said that basically yeah, brickies are sound. Um, apart from the old ones. Because, again, um, Baz is here just simply to bump the demographic of the um, of the of the people on this podcast to a high level and to appeal to um, the older generation. So I'm just um, here to defend old people. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, you haven't just slagged them off because you said the old brick is a shit. No, no, I'm just saying like, old labourers would struggle a little bit. That's all. <laughs> so I think what Baz is trying to say is that um, you know uh, labourers and uh, and brickies it's a it's a solid profession until you get to a certain age and it much like a much like a horse you should be sent to the glue factory. <laughs> is that right? Uh, not in so many words, but possibly that's what I've said. <laughs> well, look, you can say not as a not in as many words, Baz, but I'm going to edit this to look like it's exactly <laughs> what you just said. Okay. Because that is the uh, that is the editorial control that I have over this. Um, yeah, look, um, look, I, mean, I, I agree. Um, I think that um, I think that I'm very handy in terms of I can put a bathroom in, I can do basic plumbing, I can do kitchens and all that kind of shit. But um, I wouldn't know the first. Uh, I wouldn't have the first idea on how to lay a brick. So brickies, for one, for me, are just they're up there. But I would like to volunteer a, a a a profession that is a level above that in terms of I wish I could even come close, and that's plasterers. Oh, because I tell you what, <laughs> some people think that plasterers are just like like you say, like they're you know it's just oh like couldn't get a proper job, you became a plasterer. Listen to me, plasterers, it, it's it's an art form. I, mm. I, look, I can't even get fucking polyfiller flat. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> And these boys will just kind of go, and just, that is witchcraft, right? 
people who are really, really good at plastering is absolute witchcraft. Um, and I'm in full admiration of them. But um, but yeah, in general, I again, this is this is a shoe in. Um, Baz has made it clear that it's a, it's an approval from his point of view. Unless um, you're out, and, for, and from my point of view, absolutely. So yeah, that is officially um, your, your second nice. full on approval and full on endorsement from the uh, mildly controversial podcast. Okay, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna give one uh, here now. Um, I'm sure there's a better phrase than that, but fuck it. <laughs> um, okay, people who pay to go to firework displays are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got I've got a couple of reasons for that. Um, firstly, with me dad head on, ooh, fireworks are ever so dangerous, right? Um, my second one, and the most important reason is that um, all the action in a firework display happens at least one hundred feet above your head. So why you're paying to stand directly beneath that is fucking beyond me, right? <laughs> if you stand the other side of the fence and pay nothing, you can still see exactly what's going on. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit like, um, for me, it's a bit like charging people to stand in a field and look at the fucking moon. <laughs> um, I don't understand why you would ever pay to watch fireworks because... From my point of view, like I say, I, I'm more than happy just to sit in my own back garden or even sit this side of my patio doors and just watch everything unfold in the dark night sky for free and without fear of getting torched by, <laughs> uh, by a projectile. Um, and also, another thing, which may be more controversial than mildly controversial on this one, is that... I can't believe that fireworks are just readily available in the in, in a supermarket. You're basically selling something that is an explosive, contains gunpowder, and you're selling it in Tesco, right? For the love of God, people, this is not the United States of America where you can buy a fucking gun in Walmart, all right? We're better than that. We can't just... Red just got yeah no problem you're over 18 yeah we'll give you a box of something for 18 pounds that you could easily decant into one thing and blow the shit out of anything you want i don't think that's an appropriate thing for us to do i agree with you in terms of like your standard organized firework display because like uh, where i'm from they have one every year at the, at the rugby club it's awesome uh you could because it's got stands around it, you can only see anything that's above the stand height anyway, so all the good ones are there. But they also put on those kind of like lower level things, which I'm not fucking bothered about, to be fair. I'm not bothered about Roman candles and fucking Catherine wheels. It's bullshit, innit? But um, nobody cares about a firework that doesn't fire itself and make a load of fucking noise really high. So the only way I'd counter that, though, is I once went to a, uh, a fireworks competition which took place at a large country house in the middle of nowhere. And they basically have three opposing teams there that set up a firework display and then at the end of it is judged. And those things, they do take place on a lower level and it's all set to music and it's, and it's, um, it's all sort of like, it does mean you should be there to be able to see it all because, you know, they obviously do it from the ground up, build up, do a sort of very choreographed firework display. But um, but that's the only time I'd ever pay to go and see something like that. Because the rest of the thing is, like you could you could literally buy 
display worthy fireworks for your own back garden now if you've got enough money you could probably have a, a bigger display as what these organized ones are but and i know that they spend thousands of thousands of pounds on those things so yeah but apart from the apart from actual the competition side of stuff all the other stuff yeah all, all the good rockets you can see in the sky anyway can't you lord k what's your thoughts yeah well that's exactly it you can see it in the sky i mean i i love fireworks and i remember Same. in my teenagers we we would get somebody we'd go outside the shop and ask somebody oh can you grab us some fireworks we give them 100 quid and they'll come out of a big stack of it we used to like getting the roman candles you know the ones you'd light and then about 30 40 different fireworks would come out yeah, yeah, the boxes. Yeah, and we used yeah. to go into this uh, school field, and we'd land down sideways, and then light it and run. And then, <laughs> if, if you got hit, you had to hit the ground, and you was out. And it was whoever could make it to the end without getting hit was the winner. Stupid game, I know. Sounds uh, like the Hunger Games. Yeah, that's what it felt like. And it, like, it was a panic and a sweat, and like every, you know, we was drunk, obviously. I mean, we was pretty fifteen, sixteen, but yeah, that's where I come from. We like that. <laughs> Uh, and then recently, uh, about a year or two ago, I lost a tooth because of a firework. I was, at a, I was at a party and someone went, hey, Darren, can you do the fireworks? You're sensible, aren't you? I went, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's come out two minutes later. I'm standing with a firework in each hand, lit, and just letting them go. And like, as they go into the sky and there's this one firework and I lit it. And as I feel it tug, I let go of it, but it hit the ground. Fuck. I might come running over to tackle me to the ground to kind of save me. He kind of caught me, fucking knocked my tooth, uh, tooth out. Uh, yeah, out of the four hundred pound bill that was. But other than that, other than that, they are very dangerous, and I think you should only be able to see them at these shows. Yeah. And these shows need to make money. And I remember as a kid going to these shows, and I fucking loved them. But as an adult, there's no way I'm paying ten quid to look at something that you can see for free. Yes. And we're lucky at our local place where they do the fireworks in November. My brother lives behind the stadium. So we literally sit in his garden with a few pints and watch it for free. <laughs> yeah, but they do need to make the money. Otherwise, they wouldn't be in the sky in the first place. Have you? Have we seen that video of the, um, I think it must be the Thanksgiving firework explosion in America, where they set off a firework on their lawn, it falls sideways, bounces, and ends up in the boot of their car, which is, oh. how, which is housing the entire stash <laughs> fireworks and the Shit. whole fucking car explodes literally it's like a firebomb in this car it's amazing I've, I've not seen that but i hope to fuck everybody who watched it went Woo! Ah, <laughs> as the car ignited <laughs> Mate, it's 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 literally because they all go off in one go and like as, at, at one point the screen is like people going oh what's going on and starting to move away the next thing it's just a massive explosion and everyone's fucking legged it <laughs> <laughs> this is during the day as well. Why the fuck are they letting off fireworks during the day? Doing that for? In the day as well, pointless, isn't it? <laughs> that's another thing, mate. That that like you know, that that's another um an, another thing which is a slightly different subject, but yeah. Fireworks in the daytime. Or any time of the year other than the fifth of November. Yeah. Absolutely. There you go. I tell you yeah. what, it, it used to be like fireworks were legally only allowed to be sold something like the month of November or something yeah. like, or you know, yeah, within yeah. a couple of weeks. Um, which is batshit crazy anyway, when you think about it, that you'll just let <laughs> any old Johnny off the street come in and buy actual oh, incendiary device. Um, but yeah, but yeah, at least if you, you know, if you, if you manage the carnage on council estates to just two weeks of the year, um, no offense to anyone in the council estate, but yeah, you lot. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's just like 
the fact that it was like, oh no, well we need we need a shop that is uh, that makes them available for New Year. It started off. It's like, all right then, just just the fifth of November and New Year. Um, but then it seems to be that you know you can get these things um, that are uh, available at any time of the year, and I just I think it's insane. So. Um, right, so look, look. I mean, this is my podcast. I've got a casting vote. Fuck it, I'm not even going to bother going for a vote. Um, yeah, fireworks. Little bit mental that they're available in the first place, and secondly, um, don't pay to go and watch a fireworks display because, like I say, the vast majority of what you're paying to see happens in the sky. And I don't know if you've noticed, but the sky is perfectly visible from a vast amount of areas rather than just immediately below where these fireworks are being let off. Right, should we have another one from Darren then? Sure. Yes. Let's have another one from you, mate. All right. Boobs aren't as sexy once you see them bare. They're, they're, they're sexier when they're covered up, like in just a bra, or even your imagination. Oh. Oh. Uh, give, give us some examples of what you're talking about. Oh, fuck it. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I need more than one sentence. Yeah, 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 no, it's all right. I've got, I've got you where to fucking work here. Right, just the amount of, well, I say amount, like I've fucking seen a million. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. know so many scenarios where I've, I've been with a girl and she's been in her bra and I'm thinking, cool. And then after a little while, she doesn't bother wearing the bra, she just comes in with her tits out and they just don't seem as magical anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then one day, she buys a new bra and you think, cool, fuck me. <laughs> that looks nice. Like, yeah, you wanted to see them out, but now they're in, you kind of think, cool, I'd love to see what it looks like under them, even though I've seen it, but it's just something to do with a nice bra. It's better than the tits sometimes. Oh, Especially um... if they've got no tits. You know, those bras will fucking do all the work for them. <laughs> I've seen them before. It's like a fucking magic show. You think, oh, cool, and they take it off, and it's fucking like a man's chest. <laughs> all right. See that that last bit is what's quantified it slightly. So I like this. Um, <laughs> I'm so I'm going to disagree because I am very much a boob man, and I will never grow bored of anybody's boobs. <laughs> and and I like all boobs of all sorts, all sizes, all all colours, everything. But green, yes, green. Well, the Hulk, she Hulk, she's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd like to see her tits. <laughs> yes, in a bra. And, uh, <laughs> Fiona Shrek's misses. Definitely. Do you remember Lucy Pinder? Nah. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. She, she for a long, long time never. She was like one of the longest serving like nuts models that never got a. Yeah, that's right. And then eventually she got them out, and then after that it was kind of like oh, this is where I Crazy over. You. And I was kind of like oh, so all that waiting and all that waiting and like she did have spectacular boobs, mm. uh, but that was it then the, the kind of the mystique and the waiting had gone. So, uh, so yeah, that, I, I agree with you in instances like that, but yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'd, I'd, uh, I'd like to see her boobs all the time out of a bra. I'm not, not even, not even, not even shirking responsibility. <laughs> on that one. I love boobs. I'm saying that right now. Mike, what's your opinion on boobs? Well, um, I hesitate a little bit because, um, uh, one of my biggest fans is my son. So, uh, I'm, uh, um, I'm, um, it, it, 12 is. Um, I never ever worry about what I'm going to say other than right now. So I do need to be careful what I say. Um, <laughs> but um, I I love tits. That's nice. right. And, but just as you were talking about that, that I, I want to kind of add something into the conversation that um, when you were saying that, like, in the bra is often better than outside of it. 
I think I know why, but I find it fascinating that for me, under boob and side boob seems so much kind of better. I get that top half cleavage. Oh, okay. That's I feel I feel like top half cleavage is always there and. Under boob and side boob, it feels like you're seeing something you're not supposed to see. That, that, that's that's it. That's exactly it. They're not <laughs> meant to see it. Uh, you're at a beach or something, and you, you just catch a glimpse, and you think, "Oh, I shouldn't be looking at that." And, it, and it's that that makes it more exciting. That's what mir- <laughs> that's what mirror shades were invented for. By the way. <laughs> yeah, until you forget you're not wearing them. Yeah, exactly. I made that <laughs> <laughs> my brothers were walking through this theme park and there was this bird lad there with t- uh, tits out, and I went, "Oh, look at them!" He went, "I'm not going to look directly." I went, "That's why you need these glasses." He went, "You're not wearing them." Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so he going, it's, "It's okay if I look like this. <laughs> they exactly can't well see that I'm looking like this." <laughs> as long as I point my eyes to the right whilst I keep my head facing fully straight forward That's exactly nobody it. will be any the wiser because I'm oh shit I'm not wearing them yep. <laughs> not um, that um, if my wife is listening not that that is something that commonly happens whilst no, no. wearing so, I, look, I don't even know why I'm lying she knows <laughs> So I just, I just, sorry, I just had a little thought as well, uh, further to kind of like you know, um, make your comment like worthy. You know, when you go to a like a topless beach, yeah, it's never as much fun no. as if you go to a beach where only one or two people have got the boobs out because it's almost like this. You know, you've got to that point where you go, oh, it's not really like the mystique's not here anymore. I, I guess that's what you're talking about in terms of like, them being off. covered. I've been to. Well, I've been to, I went nude on them, but I've been to two nudist beach. One of them I actually swum to because I didn't have to get out of the water. The people on that nudist beach weren't the type of tits I'd want to look at. (laughs) It was 90% cock, old cock, and a few old tits. I don't think nudist beach is really a a younger thing. I think it's a a dying thing that's gone with an old generation. Yeah. Basically, what you just did there was um, you did an audio version of a trip advisor review of a nudist beach. <laughs> and I love, and I, 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 I want the main headline to be it's 90% cock. <laughs> so, so, you know, you know, when you get the headline and then there's the detail underneath it, if you're scrolling through, it's 90% cock. I'm opting out. I'm going to a different beach. You not, you know, you, you've done a job there in one sentence, which is which is which has helped me out here because I'm just like, yeah, I've got a different one here now. Right, Baz, have you got something for us, Mel? Yeah, it's, just, it's a really quick one, and like, I'm sorry if anybody owns one of these, but who the fuck buys a brown car? Yeah. That's, all, that's all I'm saying. No, I completely agree. What, what, <laughs> I mean, like, there are. I'm colourblind. Let's, let's start the conversation with that. So, yeah, but I understand. Uh, <laughs> so, 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 could the answer to your question be you? Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it is. But obviously, I'm basing it largely on brown because obviously I can see brown. When you say you're colourblind, do you see brown and green? It's the same. Um, only certain shades, but yeah. like shit, shit brown. I, I, I know, I know it very well. My dad's the same. He only uh, he sees browns and greens as all the same. Mum used to wind him up and send him to work with a brown and green sock. <laughs> but he, he actually come home with a brand new car once that was shit brown, <laughs> and he thought it was green. 
Uh, it, it was the worst car. I, I didn't even want to get inside it. It just—you you see this color of wood we've got behind us on this uh, on the screen. Yeah, it was that color brown. It was just disgusting and shitty. And uh, when it got crashed into, I was so happy. That I never had to get into that car ever again. It was disgusting. Mike, what's your opinion on brown? <laughs> <laughs> Not the there's, loads of, there's loads of directions I can go um, from that single <laughs> sentence and that single question. Oh, the, the, I, I had about the, three thoughts. There, there are a number of different euphemisms that oh. I can use of, of what you just said, but I'm going to stick. <laughs> um, I'm going to stick with the one that you intended in terms of brown cars. I just think, um, I think it's... I, I, I agree, and it's. I think it's broader than that. There is a number of times you'll drive around and you'll just think, you'll look at a car and you'll just think that's fucking disgusting color, and you'll just think at one point that person has gone into a car showroom and looked past silver and red, no, no blue, or it's like, oh yeah, that that vomit green, that's the one I want, or yeah, shit brown, mm, yeah, that's the one for me. I just don't like. I, I I don't get it, and I don't. I, I can understand people wanting a color that is slightly different to the norm, but like, but yeah, go for like yellow or Ooh. or, or some, something like. Do you know what I mean if you want to be different? But yeah, going for going for brown. Um, yeah. Well, I look, can I just say? Can I say brown ain't a color? Okay, what is it? it it's a shade of orange. Oh, there we go. I got I got in a big fight. In, in a bar, uh, I met this Indian guy and we was having a right laugh and all that. And I, I can't remember how the conversation started, but I went, oh, no, 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 you're actually a shade of orange. He was, pardon? It, I was like, brown, brown isn't a colour, it is a shade. And he was like, you, you sound I'm orange. Went, well, no, you, you are a shade of orange. <laughs> and it, it, it was light-hearted, but at the same time quite passive-aggressive like, on his side. What went wrong was when I got a colour chart up and held it up against his face and people walked in the room. <laughs> and I had to go, look, 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 you have to understand, right, we're going through shades of orange here. And uh, anyway, he left happy, agreeing with me that brown isn't a colour, it is a shade. Okay, okay. Brown cars are orange cars, are darker. <laughs> well, that is, that, that is, uh, some achievement you've done there is uh, getting somebody to admit that their skin colour that they've lived with for their entire life is in fact a shade of orange. Yeah. And, and, and they've gone away. Um, thanks to you, uh, knowing exactly which Dulux shade is the yep. closest <laughs> to their skin color. <laughs> so I think you've done them a favor. In, in because, a you know, it's just like, it'll save them a job when they're looking around and thinking, uh, what color are we going to paint the spare room? Mm. I know let's paint it the same color as my skin, but I've no idea what Dulux shade that would be. <laughs> but now I do because Lord K has informed yeah. me via the uh, via the medium of a Pantone reference to my yeah. actual skin colour. Also, bullying, bullying gingers. That's, that's gone now. Because <laughs> if you're brunette, you're already ginger. You're just a darker shade. There you go. You, you've yeah. done it. You, you've done eradicated a thing racism and bullying in one sentence. <laughs> There you go. There you go. You, oh, you've immediately, you've either immediately stopped racism and um, bullying due to hair colour, or just lumped them all into the same thing <laughs> and ensured that people not only get bullied for having brown skin, but also 
they are, uh, they're alongside people you're bullying for the hair colour as well. So Yeah, shit. What, 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 it's going to go 50-50, ain't it? It's going to go <laughs> yeah, so that, you've given it a chance. Yeah. I can throw it out there, see if it sticks. <laughs> so, uh, I, think we're, I think we're largely in agreement that brown cars are shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Orange cars are shit. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what, Baz? Uh, funnily enough, I completely forgot we were talking about the colours <laughs> of cars. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the beauty of this podcast. We go on uh, we go on tangents so far removed from what the original statement is. We continually have to bring ourselves back to what the original <laughs> statement is and go, oh, shit, yeah. What we've spoken about for the last 10 minutes has no bearing at all on what the original statement was. But, shit, let's come to a resolution quickly. And that resolution is brown cars are shit. Yeah. Lord K, have you got anything else for us, mate? I do, yeah. Men who wish to get complimented more should start by contemplating, fuck, complimenting. Let me start again. Men who wish to get com, com fuck. Do you wish wish your next one didn't involve the word complimenting? I've got a stutter, right? Uh, You don't ever see it on camera because obviously I can edit. Uh, When I stutter on a word. I'll edit this as well because (laughs) now knowing you've got a stutter, I seem like a twat for saying what I just did. (laughs) So I'm going to edit that out because the last thing I want to come across as is a twat. Yeah, or keep this segment in and that's fine. It will will definitely make it in now. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Complimented. Men who get complimented more often. Men who wish to get complimented more often should start by contemplating fuck complimenting <laughs> more men and not just expect it from women. Did that make sense? It makes a hundred percent sense. Yeah. Yep. Complimenting. 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 Fucking twice. <laughs> <laughs> now you've gone through the sentence. You're just showboating now by just adding a few on the end. I, I, I would say let's do it again. You can cut it, but we're fucking. No, there's no need at all. So, um, I might need you to say it again because I forgot. (laughs) I do apologise. That's not your fault. That's um, that's that's Noreen at the golf club. It's her fault. (laughs) Men who wish they got more compliments should start by complimenting other men in than the fucking expecting women to do it. There we go. Be- beautifully done. <laughs> thing is, I shouldn't write things down, right? Because I write things down in in a, in a better way, in a way that I would write an email, not the way I speak. Yeah, ah, that's my problem. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I write it, but I would never talk like that. So when I read it, my brain goes to say something else, <laughs> or, or, or or a different word. I've got to, I've just got to start writing things the way I would say it, and stop giving a shit about what everyone else thinks. Exactly. Uh, let, let, let me weigh in on this one first what you're thinking Mike um, mm. so once again I agree because like it's one of those things like when you get a compliment from a woman it's nice we mm-hmm. all agree on that I'm sure you look nice blah 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 when you get a compliment from a man and and so stop me blowing smoke at my own ass. I do get complimented by men occasionally and I I think I prefer it more because it's 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 a sort of it's someone who doesn't have to compliment you, doesn't feel they have to compliment you, and they've they've sort of stepped out of what's the norm of not saying other men are attractive or good-looking or whatever, and they've, they've gone out there and they've said something to you purely because they want to pay you a compliment. And, it, and I think it – yeah, I agree with you. I think it means more coming from a man. Mm. No, you're right, it does. So, uh, 
more of a like, so we 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 feel like we don't get complimented as much as women do and it's more of a case of i feel like we should start complimenting each other more yeah. and maybe then that will just start off a whole new trend where everyone just compliments everyone instead of thinking, oh, nice beard, Baz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it, ain't it? We, we all yeah, think, yeah. oh, gay. <laughs> I've got to be honest, I compliment men all the time because I think it's one of those things that it's, <laughs> good. it's an easy thing to do because if you genuinely think a guy's good looking, why could, what, there's, I think it's sort of stepped back in, in time a little bit that you're seen as being gay or feminine if you compliment another man. But I think, and this goes back to the mental health thing that we talked about. I think there are a lot of things we, we can talk about now and say now that we never used to be able to do or you were sort of looked down upon. Whereas I think now that whole thing of going, oh, mate, you're, you're, you're proper good looking. You are now. People just take that as kind of going, oh, that's, you know, make it more standard, make it normalize that shit. Absolutely. I'll tell you what, heterosexual men know when a guy is good looking or not good looking. And, yeah. you know, anyone who said like they can't see with their own eyes, what a good looking bloke is versus a not good looking bloke is is talking absolute shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they're a little bit scared that they might be gay. Gay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's a reflection of them, not uh, uh, anyone or, or, else. or a reflection of how we were brought up with our yeah, mates. Exactly. Yeah. You, you said anything of the salt. <laughs> gay. Yeah. And then you would have started doing it as well because they did it. And then you can't just grow up with this mentality that you just can't say anything of the sort. Uh, otherwise, and that, that meme, uh, I can't remember his name, but I think it's Chinese, uh, little tiny dick in Hangover. Yes. Oh, that's how I remember him. And he does that meme where he's like, gay. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> you know, I've commented that on people's posts before. They write something nice, and I'll just put that little meme up saying gay. Yeah, yeah, same. Uh, but yeah, yeah. And, and I still will do it because, uh, but only to people I know, and I know they will understand it is a joke. Yeah. But no, you're right. It is, it is nice getting compliments uh, from men and women. I say you're right. I don't know why I said that. That's <laughs> <laughs> my thing. <laughs> you're just trying to mess with Baz's head to get this approved. Yeah, yeah, Baz, so, Baz, yes, Baz. Baz. Yeah, yes, Baz. What you just said, I approve. So when it goes to a vote, yeah, yeah, you're bang on, mate. You're just trying to get one of the two of us oh. on the side straight away there. <laughs> Mike, tell me what you think about this. So you agree, I assume. I do, yeah. And I just think it's all my life. I've I've never I've never understood this whole thing of like people saying, oh, "I don't know if he's a good-looking guy." I know, I'm 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 straight. Just because you um, don't find someone physically attractive to the point of wanting to procreate with them or try to. Um, um, did you spot the point? I realised that males can't procreate with other males. Did you? Did, <laughs> did you spot that point in that sentence where I was like, mm, "That didn't work, did it?" I, I, I was trying to come up with a euphemism and went for one. Was like, "Yeah, the um, yeah, you could try all you want, lads." No, do, do you know what? This isn't a, this isn't a controversial thing about gender, but you could try all you want, lads. It ain't gonna happen. Um, any straight guy who says that they can't have an opinion on whether a guy is attractive or not is just fucking lying to themselves yeah. and deep down may have um, issues with their own sexuality yeah. in terms of not being open with themselves about what their sexuality is because if you can't comfortably say that guy is attractive without being scared that you've just openly admitted that you're gay 
Maybe a little bit you are. Well, there's a way to work that one out. Like, I don't know, Ryan Reynolds, would you say he's attractive? Oh, absolutely. I yeah. fancy him, yeah. No Do you want to suck his cock? No. You both found him attractive. You know, you've had, you haven't got them, had them tendencies. But that's, that's how you know. If yeah, yeah. You know, Do you know that it. is that that is like an epiphany for me. That is that is incredible what you just did there. You just like, do you think that man is attractive? Yes. Would you like to suck his cock? Absolutely not. Well, do you know what? They are very, very different things. And it's okay to say one without thinking that inadvertently you've admitted to the other. Exactly. I mean, the same could be said for a woman. I, I, I'm struggling to think of a fit woman in my head, but you, you say, oh, you know, do you like what? her? Yeah. I, I, I couldn't think of a name quick enough for this scenario. Give me a name. Michelle Keegan. Yeah, we go. Yeah. Do you find yeah. her attractive? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you want to put your head between her tits and go, Yep. Yeah. How can you see inside my thoughts? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's exactly the same thing. If, if, if you want to touch their parts, then, then maybe that's the way you are inclined. I think we're also talking about those guys that, like, when they realise someone's gay, they kind of go, oh, oh, I, oh, I'm not sure I want to be around a gay man in case he wants to, like, in case he fancies me. Oh, yes, that one, yes. Yeah, because they assume if someone's gay, they want to fuck him. Yeah, and it's so weird because, like, I don't assume that every woman fancies me and wants to sleep with me. The much to say was I think every gay, I don't think every gay man looks at me and wants to have sex with me. Like they should, clearly, but like, you know, it's, it's <laughs> How could they not, Buzz? Yeah, they're only humans, right? <laughs> I, I went to a gay club recently and I spent most of my time oh. asking people I was talking to, just just for the record, are you gay? Because my gay bar is I don't have one. And this is at a gay place. Hey, yeah, but that's the thing, you were at a gay bar, right? And I've yeah. been to a gay bar, but I know a lot of straight people that go to gay bars and when I ask them why, they go, because it's fun. Yeah, it's great fun. But it is, isn't it meant for the gay people, the gay community? I know it is, but also, but because like the place I go to is just a, it's a pub and a lot of people go there because for two reasons or three reasons, the, the music's good. The atmosphere is one good, of them cock. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the edit just there. <laughs> There's the sound. Oh, point. <laughs> I was going to end the oh. last one is because you feel safe there. That but but cock is the best one. No, no, just, just carry on. Go go, go with go, go with it. Go on, continue. No, 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 I can't now because you've just literally put the third reason down in black and white. So I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are we talking about for this to get into gay bars? Um, comprehending men. There you go. Ah, that was it. <laughs> Me. Yeah, you started it. Oh, I went around. <laughs> So let's try to steer this back to the original thing. <laughs> having, having gone through gay bars and would I like to suck Ryan Reynolds' cock? <laughs> let's get back to the original um, the original statement, which is about complimenting men. I don't know if this is along the same lines or or not. I was on Supermarket Sweep as a, uh, as a youth. Um, I think I was 20, 21, something. I was at uni anyway. And it was in the days when Dale Winton presented it. And we were we were put through onto the final episode of the series, and I was told that that was because Dale Winton fancied me. Oh, there you go. Okay, and I think um, not trying to, you know, say I'm a, like I'm like massively progressive or anything like that, but even at twenty years old, um, 
which was ooh, long, long time ago. Um, I, find, I took that as a real compliment. If people find me attractive, I don't care what species you are, let alone what sexuality you are. <laughs> I see it as a compliment. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. Oh, hold on. Mm, yeah. I, I think the alcohol may have uh, kicked in there. And, um, <laughs> I'm just aware that people might think that I find it um, a compliment when my dog starts shagging my leg. That's not what I meant. Um, but, yeah, I just think... Um, I've, I, I took that as a compliment, and I was like, "Well, oh, brilliant! That's that, 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 that's cool." You know, someone famous fancies me was all yeah. I saw. Then I didn't see the oh, what a bloke. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I look, I hundred percent agree in whatever the fuck the original statement was. I think we've all forgotten about it. I'm now. not it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to let you try as well because it took about fifteen minutes in the first place. <laughs> We have got time in this week's episode of the podcast to fit it in again. Oh, do you know, the weirdest question I get from men is, oh, nice beard, do you condition it? Yeah, I get it all the time. All I, the time. I, I, when I do my hair, it's like one thing. Like, I'm not going to condition the hair and stop. <laughs> I, I just think it's the stupidest fucking question. Yeah, I get asked it all the time. Like, it's like, so, so, see, Buzz only starts here. Ah, oh, yeah, does he? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, we're just all wearing hats for the sake of it. <laughs> well, you, well, this this is not part of my TikTok, but this is this is this is what I look underneath here. So, ah, surprise! See, Buzz is, <laughs> I always think that when Buzz takes his hat off, he looks like one of the people off Guess Who. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, does he have glasses? Yes. Does he have hair? No. Does he have a beard? Yes. It's Buzz. <laughs> Okay, let's have uh, let's have one more, and then we'll close. When somebody asks their partner to marry them in front of hundreds of strangers, is that emotional blackmail? I think yes. <laughs> that is tremendous, Darren. Can I ask? Are you married? I am married. Yes, mate. Yes. And so, uh, just uh, before we move on to Mike, how did you propose? Because obviously, I think it's worth asking this thing. Right. So, it, the Lord in my name comes from the fact that I, I brought a bit of land in Scotland in a castle, and it gave me the Lord title. Love it. I, I also brought my wife uh, the same. Well, so we got our bit of land extended, so that we're both Lord and Lady. And I took her to Scotland to see this castle, and then I got them to take us to our bit of land, so I could propose to her on that bit of land. Oh, that's so, yeah. nice. Yeah, until I dropped the ring. <laughs> I got the ring out of my pocket, and as I got it out, the box opened. It was upside down, and the ring fell out onto the fucking tiny little square of land. I'm fucking searching for it. I'm right this way. Oh, but anyway. Well, I'm just relieved that um, until I dropped the ring wasn't a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's not the most romantic thing to do in a proposal, is it? Or maybe it is. I don't know. It's just a different approach that I took. Oh, it nearly got fucked up, though. This woman come over. like so This was before I'd even done it. This random woman come over and went, oh, congratulations. Oh, you fuck. I, I, looked, I looked at her. I was like, fuck, I looked at my wife. And she's looking at me. What the fuck's she on about? I went, oh, I told you it's your birthday next week. She went, oh, thank you. What the fuck's she congratulating me about my birthday? Oh, that's fucking weird. Oh, Scottish, ain't it? <laughs> so how, <laughs> did she, how did she know before you'd done it? Uh, so I fucking stupidly paid like 400 quid for a uh, picnic. But after I proposed, and this woman was the picnic organizer who was late, <laughs> so she thought we'd have done it by now. But I was waiting for her to be set up so I could do it and then go straight over to the picnic. <laughs> Fucking moron! <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, right? 
So, it, 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 sorry, it, like I want that to be your uh, your review of the, the picnic as well. <laughs> Fucking moron is the headline of that one, right? So let's get this right. Let's make those two things happen. Right? <laughs> then, the the nude is peach one, ninety percent cocks, and that one. Fucking moron. I, I, want, I want that to be the review online. And then right, afterwards, I remember getting home, right? And I'd like this page on Facebook. And we're eating the food, right? Some of it we didn't eat, right? And they had this weird papery stuff. It was like, whack. they had the sandwiches waxed, um, wrapped up in this wax. And we finished eating. And I thought, we'll take some of this back with us. So we rewrapped it up and put it in our bags. And I saw a, a picture on Facebook. Um, oh, some people stole all of our sandwich bags and left us a, like a really nasty message. I commented, you fucking spoiled my proposal. And you're going to fucking whinge at me about taking a fucking sandwich bag <laughs> that I paid 400 quid for. <laughs> I, fucking people. <laughs> I'll get wound up by some people like that. <laughs> you, really? you, you, you weren't supposed to take the bag that the sandwiches came in. No, no, you meant to leave that there because they brought that. Okay. Not like they brought the food as well. They brought everything, but yeah, you weren't. You was only, I was only meant to take. It's not like I fucking took the table. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And she made the point of putting a post on Facebook. She didn't mention any names, but I, I commented so people knew it was me. <laughs> you know, and just so I could let them know that she was a cunt who ruined the proposal, or nearly anyway. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know. Just, just, just what were you talking about? It really round me up. <laughs> just, just, we're talking about how you proposed, and that's how we got to there. That was it. Yeah. So yeah, um, I didn't have to do it in, in front of a bunch of strangers. So there you go. He didn't feel pressured. So I feel like I got an honest yes. I mean, if I didn't, it's been fucking a long time. <laughs> uh, we were married like too late now. Some years. I don't know how many. Mike. Yeah. Like weigh in on this one. So what were we, what were we saying? I thought about doing something like big and like dramatic and whatever like that um when i proposed to my wife um and 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 i I, she's not the type that would have appreciated something as public and kind of high pressure as that because it really does put the pressure on do you know what i mean and uh, I i don't know what the thought process is of making it i'm gonna do it under in circumstances that puts you under so much pressure that in the here and now to say yes, and then for some reason you will just go, well I've said it now, I can't go back on that. Doing, <laughs> I'll have to go through with it. I think people who do the really really public ones secretly are a bit worried that their perspective. Um, spouse is going to say no and they're putting on the pressure to make sure they say yes. I would have had to 100% be sure they were going to say yes. Because yeah. regardless I'll put that content out because if she said no it would have been fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't want that out there. I would have used it for clout but I wouldn't want it out there. I've got this vision in my head of you doing a post which was you, you just turn into uh, your now wife and just going yeah do you want to be Lady Kianta? Like that. <laughs> and there's, uh, I don't think there's a more romantic way of doing it than that. So, uh, Yeah. Uh, I don't think she'd have said anything in response to that. It wouldn't have been an hour or a year. She'd have looked at me as fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Darren, Lord K, thanks so much for being on tonight. Um, so, um, Baz, um, 
at the end of each episode, you always ask a question. Would you like to ask it tonight? I would. Uh, Good, because otherwise it won't get asked. So where can people find you, Darren? Like, what, uh, what platforms are you on and where can people find content uh, to keep up to date with you? Pick, pick any platform and type in the real Lord K and then you'll find it. Oh, I love it. I'm fucking on everything. It's fucking, it's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> mate, mate, you, you, you say that like somebody else has done it for you. <laughs> it's kind of, oh, I hate it. I mean, I, I mean I'm mean, i on every platform out there. Oh, it just, no, 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 oh, it irritates the life out of me. I can't stand, I'm quite a shy person and all of a sudden people put all this shit on the internet. Oh, no, I just can't stand it. No, just over time you build up and you start adding more platforms to it and then you edit a video, right? Right, now I've got to make it again but square. Now I've got to make it again but landscape. Now I've got to make it again but fucking portrait. <laughs> you end up making the fucking same video four, five, ten times just for different platforms. I just wish there was one platform. Yeah. Just one simple platform that we all went to and we could find everyone on it, as long as that weren't TikTok. <laughs> to be fair, you sound a bit like Trump right now. <laughs> I'm going to invent my own social media platform so that everyone can ignore all the other ones and just have mine. So, um, if, if you are listening to this sometime in the future, uh, where, where, where Lord Case invented his own social media platform and we'll be like everybody else to stop theirs, um, I'm presuming he will still be um, the real Lord K on that one. So, if you are looking for him, he's the real Lord K on uh, shed loads of platforms, uh, so many that it irritates the fuck out of him because he's got to like recreate videos in different shapes. Yeah, first world problems. <laughs> oh, and also uh, we've got my podcast. Hey, my podcast is our podcast. Myself, uh, Superlit Mario, and Scotty Wartu for TikTok Jesus. Uh, we've got a podcast called The Lad Supper, which you can find on Spot. Well, you can fucking find it on any platform. Just type in The Lad Supper. You'll find it. It's on all of them. I think the, uh, the the takeout of that is that whatever social media platform <laughs> you are on, type in uh, the real Lord K. And if you are looking for podcasts, um, when you've listened to all of ours, uh, then type in the Lads Supper. It's probably time to say goodbye and uh, thanks for listening and tune in again next time. Don't forget to subscribe and click on the little bell thing that pings you every time we put one up. And uh, we'll speak to you again next time. See you later. Kianta!